For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in third and final hour of the program here on Thursday. And first of all, just a, a couple of things that I want to address here. First of all, uh, last night, the Celtics, well, I mean, what a win last night, right? And for all the talk of, uh, see, this is, this is why I like the local, as much as the local homerism kind of bothers me a little bit, especially now with Scalabrini, please stop saying we. Like you're a broadcaster now, you have to be a little bit more objective. I know. But the the we thing bothers me. But anyway, uh, as much as I enjoy the local broadcast, and I'd much prefer the local announcers, you know, as the as the series go on, as you go to each higher series, you know, you're, you're going to get the network people. And the network people in game one were all about, whoa, the Sixers, you know, take one from the Celtics on the TV guarded court on the parquet floor. Just wait until they get Joel Embiid back. Then they're going to be even more dangerous. And, you know, last night they had Joel Embiid back and they got spanked by like 30 points. So I just, I like, I like that about the Celtics that they can, make those kind of statements, but they also can easily let opportunities slip through their fingers too. Uh, but I, I I always enjoy these playoff runs and, you know, with this group the last couple of years and seeing all the different guys that will step up when needed. And uh, this team, I think, especially now that, you know, you've got the Bucks out, you're going to go up against Miami or New York. I mean, this team's got the best chance that they've had at winning a championship in a long time, but they've got to play more like last night than they, than uh, than as opposed to game one. So we'll see. Game uh, game three is Friday, right? Friday in Philadelphia. So let's let's see how it goes. All right, uh, and also one other thing that I want to mention very quickly. Um, this comes from Ward Three Counselor Sean Oliver. He wants to remind everybody that during the monthly meeting of the Ward Three Neighborhood Association, that'll be happening Wednesday, May tenth at six thirty at Holy Name on the Sacred Heart, they will have South Coast Neighbors United Vice President Tracy Wallace present to discuss the campaign against Parallel Products, which is spearheaded by the subcommittee CAPPP, a group of residents from the neighborhoods surrounding the facility. So that'll be happening on. Wednesday, May 10th at 6.30 p.m. at Holy Name of the Sacred Heart. And uh, they want folks to come and be heard uh, that this is a must-attend if you feel like you want to make New England, uh, New Bedford the cleanest city. 
Clean a center city in New England. So, again, we'll keep you up to date with more of that as it's coming close. But make plans next Wednesday to take part in that meeting if you are interested in the following along with the parallel products um, issues that are going on. And then one other thing I want to talk about before the hour is out. You heard Kate mention it in the news. Harwich banning balloons. So we'll get into that as well. 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Stop, Tim. How you doing? Good. Um, so, uh, cleanest inner city in, right, is that what he said? Cleanest, cleanest center city. Center city in all of New England. All Massachusetts. All of New England. All of New England, okay. Um, we used to have this thing, right, when I was in the Army, short story, we, you know, we used to have this thing called police call, all right, and it's when, uh, you know, your upper leadership would call a police call and... Don't let that name fool you. It has nothing to do with the police. Uh, it, would, it, would, it, it pretty much means that you'd get a group of guys, you know, you'd get your platoon together, and they'd all stand in a line, single-file line going horizontally. And you'd literally walk the whole parking lot, the whole entire area. They'll give you, like, an area of where they want you to cover. Mm-hmm. And everybody would pick up trash if they were walk, you know you walk in a straight line you obviously see a piece of trash pick it up and that was called police call and they give us and you know how we would you know how we would pick up the trash we would take our our covers our covers would be our hats you know we would, we would take our hats off and we'd put the trash in our hats and then one guy would be at the end of the line with a with a bag and when you fill up your hat you go to the end of the line put them in you know put the trash in the bag and you just keep keep police calling i mean that's that's what that's what we used to do in the military now it's like okay what if people had to actually do that in in the civilian world? Do you think that they would they would keep littering like this? Well, I mean, that was one of my suggestions when when Wareham was looking to pri- you know to um, to um, have municipal trash because it was it was private trash, and they they eventually moved to now it's uh, it's you know through the town, but you're still paying for it, and it's it's a whole convoluted mess the way they did it. But people were complaining about how much it was going to cost, and I said, you know what, you should just make it so that you can earn free months off of that by going out and filling up bags of trash and bringing it down to municipal maintenance, turning it into them and saying, look, I picked all this up off the street or maybe organizing a trash day where municipal maintenance is out there and they hand the people the bags and you go out there and you pick up the trash and you give it back to folks. Uh, you give it back to those folks and they give you a credit. So, okay, you did one bag of trash and every, you know, eight bags of trash you pick up gets you a free month of trash service. Like then people yeah, would have been out there seeing the litter themselves. Right. Yeah, give them some sort of incentive to look forward to, but it's like. But really, the idea know, was the idea was like you're saying for them to see exactly what yeah, goes exactly, on yeah. and then say, "Well, I'm going right. to think twice now about letting this happen again." Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, we all, we all smoked. I was in the infantry, so it's like you know, everybody was smoking back then. You know what I mean? Cigarettes. I was chewing tobacco and cigarettes at the same time. You know what I mean? So it was like, you know, I had you know, double trouble on my hands at the time. But it's like, you know, it. When I when I decided to flick my cigarette butt in the parking lot, I was like, you know what? Nine out of ten, you know, or ninety percent of the time, I'm pro- I'm probably going to be the one that picks that cigarette butt up. Anyways, you know what I mean? But it's like after we were doing, you know, constant police calls around the around the unit, it's like, okay, I'm not going to flick my cigarette butt out anymore. I'm going to, you know, pat it out and then go throw it upstairs in my room or something, you know? Yeah. But it's like it's like you know it it, it takes it's almost it goes back to like parenting. You know what I mean? You know, you make your kids clean up their room. Are they going to make, you know, 
later on in their life, are they going to keep their rooms dirty or clean? Right. Yeah, like, you're just you're just instilling routine is really exactly, what you're yeah, doing. It's, you know, but people get so complacent nowadays. It's it, you're right. It is easy. I mean, to just toss your shit, you know, toss your stuff right out the window. It's like, you know, and 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 they don't care because they're not going to be the ones picking it up. You know, but hey, I don't know. Yeah, and but listen. And, uh, oh, good. Well, I was going to say, and, and you're right. You know, if people got out there and did it, not only would they think twice about it, but maybe that would just just the act of seeing them do it would inspire other people to do it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, listen, real real quick before I let you go, um, you want to do me a favor and not talk about food at eleven thirty <laughs> in the afternoon? I already eat my lunch. It's bad enough I eat my lunch at like ten o'clock in the morning. Um, and I was sitting here drooling yesterday, and you could talk about those steamers. I was like, oh come on, man! I, I don't get to eat until no. after the show, so for me, it's like yeah, building yeah, myself yeah. up to it. I know. Hey, I, I want I want yeah. to ask you something too. I don't know if you yeah. saw this, uh, but they they released one of uh, Tucker Carlson's texts. That I think might, you know, we were trying to figure out what might have been the reason yeah. behind this, and I think that the text that they released last night might have been the reason behind it. Yeah, I, oh, yes, I, I caught a little bit. I, I don't, I haven't read the text yet, but I did, I did hear on Phil's show. I guess um, people calling it racist or something like that. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what he what he tweeted, what, uh, what he sent in the text message. Yeah, yeah. Rather, he said um, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching video of people fighting on the street. He sent this to a producer, by the way. A couple of weeks yeah. ago, I was watching video of people fighting on the street in Washington. A group of Trump guys surrounded an Antifa kid and started pounding the living out of him. It was three against one, at least. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorable, obviously. It's not how white men fight. Oh, Yet boy. suddenly I found myself rooting for the mob against the man, hoping they'd hit him harder and kill him. I really wanted them to hurt the kid. I could taste it. Then somewhere deep in my brain, an alarm went off. This isn't good for me. I'm becoming something I don't want to be. The Antifa creep is a human being. Much as I despise what he says and does, much as I'm sure I'd hate him personally if I knew him, I shouldn't gloat over his suffering. I should be bothered by it. I should remember that somewhere somebody probably loves this kid and would be crushed if he was killed. If I don't care about those things, if I reduce people to their politics, how am I better than he is? I mean, that's 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 some bad stuff. That's a, a roller coaster of a text message. It really so is. He goes he goes from he goes from wanting them to kill the kid to then feeling remorse about killing the kid and then realizing that what he's saying in the text message is screwed up, so it's like he's trying to correct himself. I mean Holy! I, I didn't even. It, I didn't know it was to that extent. It's you know like I mean? you're. It's like somebody having an epiphany in real time. But then, it, did it really matter? Because this is this is, this is after January sixth. So he just went back on the air, pushing the same stuff that he was pushing before anyway. So he didn't really change his. It didn't really change him at all. But the fact that he actually put in written words, that's not how white men fight. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So hey, I mean, this, go, yeah, I know. This, this was probably a big reason, and uh, as to why they had to let him go. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's still more out there that, you know, we don't know about. That's probably just the tip, you know, the... the, the yeah, if he, if he feels comfortable typing that in a text message to a producer, I'm sure he has said some other things as well. And there's there's a site that's been collecting video of him. You know, like when they, when they go to commercial break, uh, the feed is still active and they've gotten some of the, the video from that where he says some, some pretty nasty things, not only in general, but like just dumping on the Fox, uh, the Fox Nation streaming service, like just talking about how horrible it is. It's like that, you, the company that's paying you probably isn't going to like when you're disparaging their product to a, to a potential guest. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this, Tim. It's, it, you know, I personally liked 
Tucker, Tucker Carlson's uh, character on TV. You know what I mean? And just like anything else, you don't really know what goes on behind closed doors on anybody, any of these celebrities. You know what I mean? It's like you really don't know until it gets brought out to the, you know, to the public, you know, through leaks and all that other stuff. It's like, you know, I liked him as a reporter. I liked him as a, a um, you know, a character on TV on one of the, you know, not a character, but, you know, a, a, a face for Fox News. Like, I, I liked him that way, you know. Doesn't mean necessarily I'm going to like him as a person. See, you know I, what I mean? Because you don't really know how he is off air. I look at it in a different way. I look at it as I was kind of willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that he was just, you know, playing a character to the audience and feeding them the red meat that he thought that they wanted, and that he might not believe those things in real life. But uh, you know what this show is? Is this shows to me that the 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 racist. Uh, paranoid, delusional character that I thought that he was on television is apparently who he is in real life, too. Yeah, I mean, well, only time will tell. I mean, like I, like I said, this is just a drop in the bucket, you know what I mean? I'm sure there will be more stuff that gets leaked out over time. You yeah, know? and it's in Fox News' benefit to make sure that if it can get released, it does, because, you know, they, they need yeah, to save wanna, face and, and why yeah, they did this. they want to make him look like a bad guy, you know? Yeah, so. All right, All right. well, thank you for the call. All right, thanks, Tim. Take it easy. Yeah. And uh, if you want to call in and react, 508-996-0500. I do want to talk about that Harwich Balloon Band because I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. But uh, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. How you doing? Good. How are you? All right. Uh, Tucker Carlson, you know what his net worth is? I don't, but I'm assuming it's up there. $30 million a year. Oh, well, yeah. net worth? A year, yeah. No, I'm sure his net worth is, is far even more than that. Yeah. He's he's probably saved quite a bit of that. Yeah. And his total worth is $403 million, And I think he was getting $30 million a year on that program. The man makes one mistake and they crucify him. Well, it, I don't I, think he made one mistake. It seems like he's made a series of mistakes. Like what? There's been multiple text messages that have been shared where he... And again, it's not all to this effect, but uh, a lot of stuff where he was criticizing management, criticizing the direction of the of the company. You know, those are things that a company that's paying you that kind of money just doesn't want you to do. Wouldn't you like to have someone that tells it like it is rather than dance around... Not if I'm paying. Not if I'm paying him to represent my company. I don't want him bad mouthing my company to people. Uh, I don't see bad mouthing his, his company. Well, he did. He, he there was there was text that he shared with people that were uh, involved with this program, producers on his program, where we talked about how the leadership of the network. Um, was a joke. Uh, there's audio of him bashing their Fox Nation streaming service that they built around him as a personality. And he's, you know, complaining to a potential guest about how, you know, the service sucks. It never works. It falls apart. It crashes. Don't, don't, we don't want the, we don't want your interview to go on there because nobody will ever see it. Like, y you would never want to pay somebody the money that they were paying him and then have him bashing your product. Mm. You're quite liberal, huh? I am, but that's not a liberal position at all. That's a Why business would you position. Want to be liberal when the country's falling apart with a president that. What? What do you mean? Why would I want to be liberal? Well, if I voted for uh, Biden 
and the way he's Biden and his um, and, and his group of people that running the country were screwing up like they are. Don't you think he should be fired? I thought Donald Trump was four years of endless screw-ups. I didn't think so. Well, see, we disagree politically then. But in terms of this, this is business, Bob. You owned a business. If you had yep. people that worked for you that were out bashing your business, what would you have done to them? You would have said, okay, I think we need to part ways. If you don't, if you don't believe in the business that you work for that is paying you, then I don't think you need to be here anymore. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think that Trump was the best thing that happened to this country because I never made so much money while when Trump was in office. Well, that's fine. There's a lot of people that didn't make any money and his policies were not good for. So just because it benefited you doesn't mean it was the right thing for everybody. I think it was. Well, that's because that's your opinion. My opinion is different. Because everybody I spoke to, truck drivers, uh, oil business, uh, wood business. Well, it couldn't have been that great because more people voted against him than voted for him. So, you know, I guess it wasn't as, as good as everybody thought that it was. Do you think that was not a ripoff? I absolutely 100% believe in the results of that election. Yeah. Well, I think COVID was the one that helped him get elected. Uh, how so? Uh, it kind of threw a curveball into the economy and into everything that was going on. Well, did he, but did he not have the option to try to fix it? Did he not have the opportunity to try to fix it? And he didn't? Not at that time because they were closing everything down. So Republicans didn't win in 2008. Is that because of the economy then? Are you, are, are you going to question the results of the election when Obama was elected because, you know, the, the Republicans couldn't fix the economy before 2008? No. So you can't use the excuse for the guy that you like if you're not going to use the same excuse universally. Well, I'm looking at the results of what Trump has done. Well, I just don't I don't agree with you. I don't I don't think that whatever results you got out of it is worth what we paid for by having him in charge of the country for four years. And do you think the country's in good shape right now? No. This guy? No, I think there's a lot of things that need to be changed. And I think part of that would have been by having, you know, somebody that was a different option than Joe Biden. I wasn't in love with Joe Biden. I just looked at him as being the candidate that was not Donald Trump and looked at him as the best person that was representing the things that I thought the country needed. I don't think that they've done enough to try to fix things. And I think that they've kind of gotten bogged down in some other things that don't matter. But this is if this is the option that we have, and if it's going to come down to Joe Biden and Donald Trump again, I'm going to pick Joe Biden. You like? Oh my God! I I would pick a man off of any bar stool in America uh, that would do a better job than. This okay, guy. well then tell them to run. They're not running. No, then they can't run. A lot of people can't run because they don't have the money or the fame. Well, then they'll I mean, have to get it. Yeah. Money and fame doesn't mean that you're a good candidate either. Well, you need money to run. If you convince enough people that you're the right guy, they'll give you the money. Or the right woman, they'll give you the money. You think so? Sure. It's not always that, not always that way. Well, I mean, I've but, seen people with a lot of money and fame get elected that I thought were terrible at the job. That still got it, so. Uh, anyway, you and I don't agree on this. No, no, no. We, we, that's all right, though. We can agree to disagree. You bet. 
All right. You have a good day. Uh, you too. Take it easy. And uh, and again, you know, I'm trying to go back to the to the Tucker Carlson thing that that's what it seems like it's more about. It's it's not about silencing him. It's not about not liking the direction of his show, which, you know, these are some of the theories that are being point, put, put out there that, you know, he was exposing the truth and Fox News didn't want him exposing the truth anymore. No, the bottom line is the guy was proving himself to be a liability. And for a company that has had to deal with liabilities in the past, as any major, you know, organization will, they were trying to mitigate that liability. And it just so happened that he was their number one guy. So is Bill O'Reilly when they had to cut him. So is, I mean, I think Glenn Beck was up there. I don't know if he was, you know, technically their number one guy. But like they've shown in the past that they don't have a problem cutting ties with somebody if they're a liability. And that's what this was. It's, it's, you're starting to see the proof that the management, the ownership, the people that were making all of these high level decisions said the risk versus reward isn't there. And everybody wanted to, you know, point to the Dominion lawsuit. Granted, that brought out a lot of this information uh, in those texts. But everybody was like, oh, this is just, you know, they had to have somebody. Or Dominion said, you have to get rid of Tucker. I'm pretty sure the Dominion would have said, you have to get rid of Hannity. Because he pushed it way more. But this is, this is just proving that the guy had everything in the world. And just couldn't stay within the lines. And I mean that not in a sense of, you know, the what, what the media should be putting out there. I mean that in a sense of, like, just being a good employee of the company. Just working for the company that you are getting paid by. This company pays me. If I didn't agree with the way that this company ran things, then my choice is I either shut up and deal with it and keep taking my paycheck or I can move on and go somewhere else. I'm not going to start bashing it to everybody else that I work with in text messages so that they can turn around and use those against me later on. I'm not going to tell guests, oh, yeah, no, no, don't, don't, don't use our app. Our app is terrible. You hear me talk all the time about how great our app is. It's because I believe it. There's the, there, yeah, there's things that I'm supposed to push and promote, but if I didn't think that the app was great, I just wouldn't talk about it. I wouldn't go out and tell you not to download it. But I just wouldn't talk about it. But I talk about it so effusively because it is so great. If it was bad, I wouldn't be telling guests, oh, yeah, don't bother listening on the app. The app is horrible. Wow. Don't bother listening to our podcast. No, no, no. Like, I would never do that. That's apparently what he did to a guest. He told the guest, yeah, no, the, the streaming service is terrible. The streaming service that they built around him as their center personality and who they were counting on to bring in subscriptions doesn't believe in the product that you see as the future of your, your company. So you're not going to keep that guy around. 508-996-0500. Caller, hang on. I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few.
And welcome back in 508-996-0500. We have some callers on hold, but room for you. Before we get into the calls, though, just want to let you know that today's winner of the three-day passes to Boston Calling happening this Memorial Day weekend at the Harvard Athletic Complex in Boston. And again, you can get tickets directly at bostoncalling.com or you can go into our story at wbsm.com to enter to win the tickets. Today's winner is uh, Antone. He is our winner, Antone Gomes. You are the winner today of the pair of three-day passes to Boston Calling. So uh, you will get an email from Casey Dudek with all of the information uh, forthcoming either today or tomorrow. You can expect that email with how to claim your wristbands for the three-day event. All three days you will be there to experience the Foo Fighters, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, the Lumineers, Queens of the Stone Age, Paramore, and so many more bands. All right, let's get right back into the phone calls. Um, I believe this one was first. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Hey, what if it's DeSantis and Biden? Who would you vote for? Still Biden. Oh, yeah? Wow. Yeah, not, a, not a fan yeah, of DeSantis' really? policies. Yeah, yeah, you're not a fan of, uh, well, you're not a uh, fan of... Um, of conservatives, right? I'm not. Uh, a, yeah, you I'm know, not, you're, I'm not a conservative. You're a socialist. Um, so you will not, vote for Biden. Well, you know, borderline. Not, not, well, not quite. Like, yeah, I'm definitely somebody who thinks you know there needs to be. I'm, I'm all for a lot of the social programs that are out there. I also am against a lot of the abuse that happens in them. So you know, um, I don't want. I, but I think that the way to 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 make them work is to fix them and not to eliminate them. What about uh, I like I like Robert F Kennedy Jr. is saying I like his I like him better than Biden to be honest. With yeah, you. I just, way better. I don't think way that he better. has a chance. Uh, you know, first of all, it's tough to go up against an incumbent, even even an incumbent that's as encumbered as Joe Biden. I think it's hard to to defeat the incumbent, uh, and I just hey, don't think enough of the the Democrat Party is behind him. Well, they said that about Trump when he went down the elevator. He has no chance, you know, back in 2015, but. My next question, I think Tucker Carlson, um, talking about Tucker Carlson, I, I think he didn't like the direction Fox News was going. I think he probably got wanted to get himself fired. The thing is, I don't know why they still got him on the payroll for $20 million a year until 2024. Because of contracts. So, That's why. Right. They signed talent contracts. Okay, okay. Well, he's, he's doing very well, and I'm pretty sure he will. He will. I, I think, like Murdoch did say in on Australia, he did say that. Tucker Carlson thought he was getting too big, uh, bigger than Fox. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, maybe maybe Tucker uh, Carlson was probably sick of the way the direction of Fox News was going, and he said those things uh, because you know he ain't no he, he is not he's not stupid. He, you don't disparage your company without any repercussions, you know. But their viewers are that eight o'clock. Uh, show is suffering. They uh, lost a lot of um, a lot of viewers, and uh, maybe they'll get Jesse Waters in that time slot, um, and uh, maybe they'll get uh, some viewers back because Jesse Waters is pretty good. Yeah, I think I he's, think that... he's a young guy. He's a young guy, and he's um, you know he is pretty good. Maybe they'll get back those, or maybe the direction they want to go is more. They want to get that, you know, um, like your audience, uh, more of that. Who knows? Um, but I, I think Tucker Carlson got himself fired or wanted to end his contract. I didn't like Fox News direction. 
You, you might know I mean, better. You might remember better than I do. I don't remember when when Bill O'Reilly left. I don't know that um, was Tucker Carl was Tucker Carlson immediately the next person, and and did he become number one immediately, or was there was there a little bit of a transition period before he was named, and then for him to build up to being number one? Yeah, I I, I don't know. If, uh, I don't know who left first. Megan Kelly did he fill in or? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know who filled in. I mean, Tucker uh, Carlson filled in. Uh, uh, Bill, I mean, Bill O'Reilly's doing very well. Um, he claims he says even even Megan Kelly, the best thing they did was, you know, leave. I mean, of Fox course, News. of course, he's going to say that. But I mean, uh, yeah. why wouldn't he be saying it's the best he's ever been doing? He's on WBSN every day, right? Like that, that's, that's right. I mean, I mean, he left Bill Fox O'Reilly, News to come I mean, to w- WBSN. Yeah, I, you know, he's a, whatever he got fired for, I, I guess, uh, you know, womanizer, and, you know, he should, you know, um, you know, he had to go. Um, I guess a part of the, part of the uh, good old boys there. Uh, so, so um, yeah, the Tucker Carlson, I, I think he got himself fired. I think he wanted. He did, I really did. I, he did say some stuff. He don't disparage your company, like you know, right? And that's what it boils down to. Like you just don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's all. Right. Right. So, all right. Well, thank right. you for the call. Sam, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're still voting for Biden. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh my so, God, he's terrible. He's terrible for the country all right. around. Hey, maybe, may, maybe a second try. You know, at first you don't succeed. Try again, right? Well, I think he's definitely not running the country. A group of people, very smart people, probably Marxists, probably socialists, who are running this country. Uh, but he is not. There's no way. There's no way. No way. He's just nah, there. I don't know. We'll, we'll agree. Yeah. We'll agree to disagree on that. But thank you for the call. You All have right. a good day. And okay. uh, we have room for you at five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. You are next on WBSM. Hi, Tim. Good morning. Good morning, Kathy. Um, before I switch, if I may, to a local uh, topic, I just want to say that, um, you know, the, the term socialism, uh, if people who are anti-socialist, I'm not saying the last speaker, I have no idea, um, don't believe in it, then I guess we should get rid of um, our Social Security uh, pension program. I guess that we should get rid of... Um, what else? Medicare. Those are programs, as you know, that that are socialist in nature. They they help take care of society. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's important for people to think about what 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 do these words mean and how are they being applied? Yeah, I think it's just been bastardized without people really understanding what's behind it. Yes, yes. Okay. No, thank you. I, I want to switch uh, to the, the last night. There was a meeting. Uh, at Buttonwood Park, um, I, you know, the neighborhood meeting. I didn't go. I had to go to a wake. Um, Sorry for But I lost. did get uh, the agenda for it, and I did uh, hear from someone who had gone to the meeting. And on the agenda, it says, learn about the facts and join the discussion. Parallel products. And uh, then I heard about from someone who had attended and oh, and by the way, Brian Gomes uh, came to the meeting last night. That was on the agenda. All the years I've been going, I, I wouldn't, you know, at least I don't know four or five me- years now. I've never seen him attend any meeting. Um, and I guess Sean Oliver came too. Um, but uh, it was 
being said that the mayor made backdoor a backdoor deal with that company. Now, <laughs> that's not something factual. That's an opinion on someone's part. I don't know uh, the extent to, you know, I don't know anything about it, but that is not a, that's nothing factual that was presented. And it bothers me that these, this neighborhood meeting, it seems to me, and uh, I would hope, and this is my concern for future meetings of any neighborhood group, that it not be used to uh, badmouth one person or another, um, and to use the uh, the meetings as campaign platforms. I, I, I really think that's a terrible use of neighborhood meetings. And I would like it if Linda Morad would comment about that tomorrow. Yeah, we can ask her about it. Yeah, uh, it's just not the place for it, in my opinion. Well, and, and can, I was going to say, I don't know if you heard, heard me mention, but there's going to be another meeting in Ward 3 about uh, Parallel Products next Wednesday. Ah, interesting. Yeah, well, I, you know, and I don't know much of any, anything yet about this this issue, but when it becomes, you know, well, this is a backdoor uh, agreement that the mayor made, you know, that someone who clearly has been against the mayor for a very long time and, in fact, has run against him and lost and I think is bitter about it, uh, it's just not the proper use of meeting time for that person to, to do that. So I'll, I'll try to find out more about the... I will find out more about the issue, uh, but I just don't think it's appropriate what at least one city councilor has been doing uh, at at least one neighborhood meeting. All right. Noted. So. And, uh, I will try to bring that up tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you have you. a good day. Bye. And uh, why don't why don't we take our next break here? 508-996-0500. If you want to call in app chat or open line on the WBSM app, if you want to chime in that way, we'll be back in a few moments. All right, let's go right back to the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, good uh, good morning. Yeah. How, How are you doing? It's on your mind. Okay. First of all, you mentioned the message that there's going to be a Ward 3 meeting next Wednesday. Yes. Where is Can that meeting transpiring? One second. I'll get you all that info. So uh, this will be happening uh, next Wednesday, May 10th, 630 at the Holy Name of the Sacred Heart. So it's the it's the Ward 3 Neighborhood Association meeting, but they'll be discussing the parallel products issue. And who provided that information? Uh, well, I was tagged in it on Facebook by Ward 3 Councilor Sean Oliver, but it's also on the Ward 3 Neighborhood Association Facebook page. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I'll probably have to get back to you and clarify a few things. Okay. Uh, I mean, we'll, I, we'll, I don't know that okay. I'm the person that can clarify anything. I just, I'm just giving you the information that oh, was I can, given to I me. I can very well clarify things. Okay, thank you for the information. Okay. Um, Have a good morning. You Bye-bye. as well. I'm not exactly sure what, what you meant there. All, I, all I'm doing is passing on the message as to uh, what the meeting is about and when when or where it's happening. Uh, I have no, no involvement outside of that. So, uh, again, if you want to find out more about it, you can sh- check out the Ward 3 Neighborhood Association Facebook page. It has all the information there about it. But, again, it's happening next Wednesday, May 10th at 630 at the Holy Name of the Sacred Heart. Uh, and it's in regards to parallel products. So 508-996-0500 if, uh, if you want to call in and chime in with anything in the final few moments that we have here. Of course, we have Barry Richard coming up after Bill O'Reilly. Uh, again, you know, Bill O'Reilly, as he said, um, 
Who needs Fox News? I've got WBSM now. I don't think that's a direct quote. But (laughs) we're happy to have him here, and he's happy to be here. And uh, also, we have, of course, uh, Howie Carr. And when it comes to the Howie Carr show, those of you who maybe maybe missed the announcement, and uh, I know Barry was talking about it too, but uh, Taylor Cormier and his wife Jess, they have welcomed a baby girl, Lillian Rose, to join their family. So congratulations to Taylor and Jess and Harrison. And you can see the first photos of Lillian Rose at WBSM.com. Barry has the article up. Uh, for you uh, making the birth announcement. Of course, Taylor was here for a long time as a talk show host, as a news reporter, eventually as our news director. And then he left to join the Howie Carr Show where he works as the executive producer and uh, and does so much over there. So congratulations to him and Jess and Harrison. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Oh, hello. Oh, let me try again. There we go. You're on the air. Hello. Good morning, my friend. What's going on? My philosophy of the day. If the fourth is not with you, it's against you. Pity the fool if it's against you. That's uh, You're mixing Star Wars with Mr. T there. There you go, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I, don't think, uh, I don't think Mr. T would have lasted too long as a, as a Jedi. I think he's a little too impulsive. He was yeah, kind of like Anakin. Impulsive. He would have been the bouncer at the Star Wars bar. That's true. Yeah, he could have been. (laughs) Always a pleasure. Likewise. Have a good one. And, uh, yeah, it is May 4th. It is Star Wars Day. So if you are a Star Wars fan, I hope that you are partaking in some way. Uh, I am going to use the Force to make it go to the computer. And let's see if I can use the Force to press the button and make it play a commercial. We're just about out of time, but don't worry. We've got Bill O'Reilly coming up, followed by Barry Richard, then Howie Carr, and then South Coast Tonight will be on this evening as well. Then, of course, Mark Levin, Charlie Kirk, and all of our overnight program for you. But, of course, if you want to keep talking about all these local issues and whatever else you want to discuss with Barry, he will be taking your phone calls coming up in just a bit. And uh, tomorrow we will give away our final pair of tickets for the Boston Calling Music Festival, our final pair of three-day passes. And uh, then also we will be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad. And I believe, if I remember right, I have to go back and find it. I believe she said that next week we will have – this week we will have – uh, joining us, yes, uh, Ward 1 Councilor Brad Markey will be with us as well tomorrow with City Council President Linda Morad tomorrow for the regular weekly segment. So that'll do it for me for today. I hope everybody out there has a great day. If you're enjoying Star Wars Day, enjoy every, I don't Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.